which begins on page 183. We'll the Lashen of the Beis Yosef, the famous Beis Yosef, which the Rebbe quotes here in the Sicha, the three answers that he gives for why we uh, celebrate Hanukkah eight days and not seven days, and that's what a lot of the Sicha revolves around. Let's see. So the Lashen of the Beis Yosef and Simon Tofre Shayin, towards the beginning, is as follows. The nest was only for seven nights, and for one night there was enough oil. So the first answer is, The oil that was in the, in the uh, jug where the oil is kept, so that was divided into eight parts. So it was divided into eight parts, so every single night of the eight nights, there was a miracle that that one chilek burned for the entire night. They poured the entire oil into the menorah. The pach got refilled right away. So the nest was nicker on the first night. So the second answer, the third answer, They poured the entire oil into the menorah and it burnt all the night, the whole night. In the morning, they found that it was full of oil. The same was every single night, that in the morning it was full. Okay, so these three answers of the Beis Yosef, when you read it superficially, it looks like that he's just trying to figure out how could you say that there was a nest that happened or that was nicker on eight days. And he's giving you various different options of how the nest happened. But uh, not necessarily is there a difference in the nature of the nest itself. But this is one of the main chidushim here in the Sikha. The Rebbe brings the Besyasif and doesn't focus so much, or actually doesn't focus at all, does not bring at all the question of the Besyasif, which is focusing on, on how it's possible that the nest did last for eight days, when they, they had oil for, seven day, for, for one day, so Al-Khaira was only seven days. The Rebbe just focuses on the Tirutzim of the Besyasif that shows us different teifanim in how to define the nature of the nest itself. Okay, so now let's see the Lashon of the Siche in Siv Beis. Der Nes, von Chanukah, is me mevair b'chololus of tzvei teifanim. Aleph, es is zugekommen b'derech Nes, in Kamus HaShemen. Bis, es gewen genug Shemen for alle Achteg. The nature of the miracle was that a quantity of oil, new oil, was added here. Now this could be in two ways. as der pach is Whether what happened was that the pach itself 
was full after they emptied it. Or in the morning, they found the nadis full with oil. As the two options of the Besyasif, which is the first and third answer of the Besyasif. So according to where the Rebbe is learning now, the first and the third answer of the Besyasif, as far as defining the nature of the miracle, are the same. That the nest was an oifin, that there was a hisafin, the kamas of the shaman. Elamai, it's either the kamas was in the pach, or the kamas was in the menorah itself, but it's the same nekuda. Which, okay, so before we go weiter, which would then leave us to, to try to understand there, so then why does the Besyasif divide the first and third tetis this way? And in between he brings a second tetis, which is a different type of nest, as we'll see soon. L'chayre, the inami, the third answer, should be an inami to the first answer and not after the second answer. Okay, so that, that we'll see in Sif Dalit, how the Rebbe explains the third answer in a, in a different tetis. Uh, the Rebbe continues, the nest is given be'echus ha'shemen. What does it mean, be'echus, the quality of the oil? Dimos shemen, v'asapiteva, kene zayin genukev bren, b'loi zayin tog, hod gebrent achteg, this same amount of oil burnt eight days. Das heist, jeden tog, hod oiz gebrent an achtel von dem shemen shebepach. They divided it, and only an eighth burned from the soil. And here, in this as well, the Rebbe brings two Eifanim, how this exactly played out. Either, wie the Beis Yosef sagt, as Maat, the Shemesh bepach, zetelt, efacht chalokim, and jede nacht, ob man in der Menorah reingegossen, nor ein chelik. Second answer of the Beis Yosef, that they divided it, and they only poured in every night an eighth of the amount of oil. Oder, wie the Prichadosh is Masber, or the Prichadosh says that it played out differently, as Maat, der erste Nacht reingegossen, dem ganzen Shemesh in der Menorah. They poured the entire oil into the menorah the first night. And every night, from the entire oil that was in the menorah, only one eighth burnt. So as we'll see later in Ha'ara 25, why the Prichadosh changes this prat, that it wasn't in the, that they poured L'Chadchila an eighth, but they poured the whole thing. And only afterwards did it, go, did it burn a chilek at a time. We'll see soon. But both Nikodah the Rebbe is focusing on, on over here is the gather of the nest. That this is a nest which is Be'echos Hashemen. And that's whether like the Besyasif or like the Prichadash. Okay, now there's a Hemshach over here in the Ois which focuses on the Chiddish of the nest of Nerchanake, Legabe, the nest that happened by the natives of Sarah and Rivka, and also Legabe, the nest that it says in Nach, the story with uh, the Osoch Shemen by Elisha. But uh, we're going to skip this for now. Let's go on to see if Gimel. And here the Rebbe asks questions on both of these pshatim. In Yede from the Tzvei Fanamanal is Da'anit Gladkeit. In both of these answers, whether the nest was with the Kamas of the Shemen or the nest was with, was with the Eichos of the Shemen, there's something that's not understood. Loit, Noif, Nasas, Nutaisiv, Gevarim, Bekamas HaShemen, is Yidua the Shaila. So the question that's asked on this is, how is it allowed to light the menorah with shemen that's not shemen zayis? A shteitach shemen zayis goyme lahalis ner tamid. On memus farenferin as mit shemen zayis vertent gemeint shemen was as oiz gekvetsh from a zayis doesn't mean oil that actually was squeezed and comes from a zayis. No, as was hot alat chunis from shemen zayis oiroit salol v'chulu. 
There's different uh, unique qualities that Shemin Zayis has. So the Rebbe says, this question is anit gladkeit, something that's not smooth over here with this uh, pshat. Now this shayla that the Rebbe asks here, so in the Rishimis, there is a letter from the Rebbe to Harav Meharadok from Hanukkah Tofresh Peites, which was printed in Rishimis Cheveres Gimel. It was, I think it was reprinted later afterwards with uh, the Panuchim over here in the Rishimis, but it was first printed. And here, in this uh, Rishime, the Rebbe writes on this Shaila that it's, you can't say that the nest was with the Kamas of the Shemen, because then it's not Shemen Zayis. In Loden yesh tshuva al that you can argue on this answer. And the Rebbe goes by Riches here into the Rishime. First, the Rebbe begins with the Svara that's mentioned over here in the Sikhe in brackets, that the Taich of Shemen Zayis in the Teireh is speaking about Shemen that has the same Eichos as the Shemen that comes from Zaysen. But Lavdafka that it's literally Shemen Zayis. And besides what the Rebbe quotes here in the Sikhe, the nature of Shemen Zayis that Oira Itzolol, from the Gemara and Shabbos, the Rebbe brings a bunch of different things that it says in Gemara in different places about the nature of Shemen Zayis. So, and then the Rebbe goes on in the Rishimit to explain that there's no mocker to say from the Pasik that your Memayit Shemenes. Now, the Gemara in Menachis speaks about such a kind of a question regarding the Chitim that I used for Shteyalechem. And the question is where the Chitim that come Bederech Nes. Could they be used? They didn't grow. They have the same nature as chitim, and the chitim came down with a cloud. But derechnes could it be used. The Gemara in Menachem says, "Boyer Reb Zayde, chitim sheyardu ba'avim mahu." Now the Gemara there says that when it says in the pasuk to bring the chitim for the shteilechem, it says mimoish v'seichem. Now mimoish v'seichem is an extra word, so because it's extra, so we see that the Torah wants it should be brought from mimoish v'seichem from here lamata, not chitim that are kam bederechnes. So what do you see here? The dafka over there, Moshvisechem, is an extra posik, and therefore it's Mamayit, Chitim, that come with Otherwise, you understand from the Gemara that Chitim, that have the same nature as, as natural Chitim, even if it's Chitim that are Baderech can be used. If so, over here when the Torah says Shem and Zayis, regarding the Neidah Samanayda, if there's no extra word here, and there's no Miot, then Shem and Nes, that has the same nature as Shem and Zayis, could, uh, could be used. Then, the next chilek of the Rishime, the Rebbe goes into a discussion, so is there an extra word to exclude Shem and Nes? And the question is, when the Torah writes, Shem and Zayis, is Zayis an extra word? So first the Rebbe has a swara to say that Zayis is an extra word because Stam Shem and is Shem and Zayis, so the word Zayis is extra. But then, in the Hemshech, the Rebbe says, Lichimidaikis Shaper Einoi, and Stam Shemen in the Torah is not necessarily Shemen Zayis, and the Rebbe brings Rayas for it from different Sukkim. So when it says in the Torah Shemen Zayis, it means Shemen, that has the nature of Zayis, and there's no extra word to be Mimayit, Shemen Nes, from, from, from this word of here. So the kids are, in the end of the Rishime, the Rebbe finishes off, Vimkain, Hadri Kushi Ledochte, the Zayis, the Kra, the Menoire, it's the Torah wrote Shemen Zayis not to be Memayit Shemen Nes. It's just coming to say it has to be Shemen Zayis and not any other oil. So there's no market to say that Shemen Nes was Nesmayit. Okay, that's the Maskana here in the Rishime. 
So it seems like the Rebbe is Mikabal, actually this Tzad, that Shemenes is perfectly fine, just like Shemen Zayis. Okay, but nevertheless, over here in the Sikhe, it is brought as a question. So it looks like over here the Rebbe is saying that at least it's a nit glatkeit. It's not so simple. It's not 100% that the Shemenes is just as good as Shemen Zayis. Okay, let's go weiter now. The question that there is on the answer that the Ness was with the Eichus Hashemen. Oich, leuten, leuten. As es gekommen in Eichus Hashemen, as jede Nacht, dort ist gebrennt ein Achtel von der Schemische Bepach, ist nicht glattig. So there's another question here. Now, before we go to the question that the Rebbe asks in the Pneum of the Sicher, let's see what it says in Order 22, which is a Hemshech to the previous question regarding Shemen Zayis. Noisif lezeh, shaludei zu kosha oid yoiser, the question we asked before that it has to be Dafka Shemen Sayis if there was a change in the Eichus of the Shemen, so this is an even stronger question. So it doesn't even have the Tchunis of Shemen Zayis. It, it burns with a different Eichus. So it's not Shemen Zayis. Okay, and then the Rebbe says, Avol Kamon Sivov Vaara 38. So over here, it's interesting, this question, because B'poyel, B'metzias, it's Shemen Zayis. Elamai, B'derech Nes, the Ebesh is being mechazik, the Shemen Zayis, to burn longer. So the question is, when the Teire says Shemen Zayis, what did the Teire mean? The Teire meant that you should have Shemen that has the Tchunas of Shemen Zayis, or did the Teire mean the Metzias of Shemen Zayis? What I'm trying to point out is that L'chayre, this question here in Order 22, is sort of a stated to the question that the Rebbe asked before in the Pnim regarding the Eifen that the Ness was in the Kamos. If the Ness was in the Kamos, then the question is, then it has the Tchunus of Shem Zayis, but B'Metzius it's not Shem Zayis. Over here, according to this Eifen, it's B'Metzius is Shem Zayis, but it doesn't have the Tchunus of Shem Zayis. But from the Lashon of the Ha'are, it's Mashma that that's not what the Rebbe is trying to say here. The Rebbe is asking that L'Deyezu Kosha Oid Yoiser, Meaning that the moment it doesn't have the tchunis of Shemen Zayis, so then it's not called Shemen Zayis, because it even, gam, it even doesn't have the tchunis of Shemen Zayis. So it's, it's sort of mashma that the Rebbe is dismissing the question, dismissing the fact that is, whether it is B'Metzias Shemen Zayis or not B'Metzias Shemen Zayis, the moment it doesn't have the tchunis of Shemen Zayis, so then the fact that B'metzius, it's Shem Zayis, has no value anymore. It's, it's, but but the, the, the Tchunas of it have, have changed. So with, with what is it Shem Zayis? So therefore, according to this day, it's an even stronger question. But then the Rebbe's Metzayin, until it come on Sivov, out of 38, and here the Rebbe says that, not a 38, the Lashon is, She'ein teva hofchis umenaged l'tivo yakaidim, rakhoisofe, so it's mashma here, what the Rebbe is saying is, this Nekoda that I mentioned before, that L'chayre, Sof Sof, even if the Tchunas are changing, it's still Shemen Zayis. But what it says in Order 38 seems to be, it depends. If the Tchunas of this Shemen changes, that it's a new Tchunas, which is completely the opposite of its natural Tchunas that it has, B'Metzias. So then the fact that B'Metzias Agashmis, it's still the same Shemen, it doesn't matter. If it has a completely new Tchunas, that's the opposite of what it was, 
So then it's not considered to be Shema's eyes anymore. So what that B'mitzis is the same Shema, but it has completely different Tchunas, so it changed. B'derech Nes, it changed to become this same Shema Gashmi, changed to become a different Shema Gashmi. Let's say, for example, by the Makkah of, of Dam, when the Mayim turned into Dam. So, again, it's kind of my final matter learned the Pshat in that Makkah, but let's say we're going to say that the Mayim became Dam Mamish. So it's, so that's it, it's Ois Mayim, it became Dam. So over here as well, if it gets new Tchunis, which are astirid to its previous Tchunis, so it's not Shem Ezeis anymore. But over here, Hayyais, the change in the Tchunis of the Shem Ezeis is just the fact, it burns like Shem Ezeis, it burns beautifully like Shem Ezeis, even better, even more than Shem Ezeis. It's being massive on the nature that it has before. So then, so two things. First of all, the, the fact that this Tchune is only a Hisofe, and second of all, it's, it's, you can't say now that the Tchune is it from its Metzius that it was before. It's just being Moitziyet for Tchune to the Metzius of what it already was before. Right? So let's say if you have a nest that takes water, instead of turning it into Dam, it turns the water into very, very Gishmake, fresh water, and not like uh, before it was dirty water. So you can't say that it completely changed the Metzius of what it was. So therefore, according to what it says later in order 38, so this is not, this is not a question on this tzad that the nest was in the Eichus Hashem. Okay, that's the pshat here in order 22. So now what's the question that Rebbe asks in the Prim of the Siche on this tzad that the nest was in the Eichus Hashem? The din ba minayri izdach has ten lom midosa shetehe doilekes meyerev ad boikichulu vishir chachamim chatzilug that the Gemara says that you have to put into the Menayre the a right amount of shear, that it should burn the whole night. And that shear is a chatzilog. Nice, so that's one point. Nice, if I as a klishares, zozaim male. Another point is that the klishares should be full. Vifashtandik from dem din, this is understood from this din as klishares, ein mekadshin elamelein. A klishares is only mekadish, the contents, only if it's melein. Then whatever is placed inside becomes Makudish. So from that then it's understood that a klishada should be Mali. So there's two different points that the Rebbe is bringing here. One is from the Gemara in Menachis, as it's Mitzuyin in Ara 23, that he's supposed to put the right shear, Mayerev at Baiker. And then, then another halacha in the Gemara in Zvachim, Bechlal, Benigeya, to this, that a klishada is Makadish, whatever you place inside, that it becomes Hektish. And that's only if you place it inside Mali. So from that you see that the klishadis should be mole. Okay, we'll get back to now to the second point from the Gemara and Zvachim in a second. But let's finish here the question. But according to the answer, the Besyeisiv comes out. As from them tzveitin togum vaiter, hot menit mekayim given them ten lomidosa. That from the second day, they did not fulfill this, the, the, the mitzvah of putting enough oil, the shear of oil. Because from the second day, already an eighth was burnt. On, and then the second point from the Gemara and Zvachim, the natives and the nitgevem meleim with nshir shalem atzarech ledava. The natives were not full with the proper shear that it needs for for the the shear shalem atzarech ledava as a chatzilug. So the the, the natives were not full. So that's also a chesaron over here in the way the mitzvah is being fulfilled. And the Rebbe says weiter on oich leidoch gise. And also you could ask on the other hand as well al pizeh kumtais. Comes out of here as yetn tog, a chutz demachten every day besides the eighth day is given nit midosa shetehe de lekes meyerevat boiker. 
he didn't have the right middle that you placed him. He had a boyke, nor the ersten tag acht mal as viel, and the zweiten sieben mal sei weiter. It had extra oil inside. Of all the days, besides the eighth day, it had extra oil. So this, the Rebbe also considers to be a chesadim. That the fact that it has extra oil. In other words, when the Gemara says that you should put in ten lomi dosa, that it should burn me erevat boiken, and it has to be a chatzilug, so the, the, the chatzilug is the shear that it needs to burn me erevat boiken, not less. That's l'chayr, but pashtas, what the Gemara means. You shouldn't put less, so it should burn all night. But also not more, the Rebbe is saying. And therefore, the fact that most of the nights of Hanukkah had more is also extra, and it's an issue. Okay, so the chayre, this le'idach gisa is a chidash here. Okay, so now, b'negeya to this that the Rebbe brings in here, this halacha of klishares ein mekatshin elam melein, which is a gemara in Zvachim, of peches, as it's mitzuyin in Ara 24, it's a big pella, and there's a big shaklavatari about this, that I'm just going to bring you the kitzer, the discussion that there is regarding this, and you have it in the Igris, and Igris Chaylik Aleph. It's a uh, letter Pei Aleph, middle of the letter, on page Kuf Lamed Hey. So the Rebbe here writes as follows Ma Shekesafti Ani Bemechtovi Akoidim Betiritza Bisyasiv, the Cholka Hashemish Bepach Laches Chalokim. Rebbe says, I wrote in a previous letter regarding this Teretz of the Bisyasiv that we're discussing it, that it was divided into eight portions. The Tzarech Ion, Mehodes Vachim Peches Aleph. The Klishadis and Mekachin Elamalein. Now, again, the title of that Gemara Klishadis and Mekachin Elamalein means that the oil, which is oil of Chulin, it can, it can become sanctified as Hektish when you place it into a Klishadis, but it has to be placed into the Klishadis Malayan. So, according to the Besi Yasef, it was placed in the, into the Klishadis. It was placed into the Menaida only Chalek, eighth, so it wasn't placed Malayan. So, how did this oil become Hektish? So, it's, so you can't, you can't, again, you can't, it's not hectic. So the Rebbe writes on this, and this is a pretty sharp Lushen, that this is actually a mistake. The Menoire was not the one that was Mekadosh, the Shemen that they poured into it. The shemen was already hectic before. They had a midas chatzilug that they used to measure the right amount of oil, as the Gemara says in Menachos. Now the Rebbe adds to this Either way, we would have to say so. Because, anyways, even if they did fill the menorah with the chatzilug, it still wasn't full. So the menayda had held in it more than chatziluk. So if they filled the menayda with the shear, it still wasn't malayim. So how was it mekadosh to shemen? So it must be that the shemen was neskadosh already before in a midas chatziluk that they had, which was completely malayim. Okay, that's what the Rebbe says here. Now, it comes out that the Rebbe here in the Sikha is bringing this Gemara of Zvachim, that Klishar is saying, Elam as a question on the Bisi Yosef, when in the letter, the Rebbe writes on this, a very sharp Lashen, Tos Ubiyadi, to ask from that Gemara on the Bisi Yosef, is Mamesha Tos. Okay, so the Pshat over here, as you see in the Lashen of the Sikha, you see it even more in the Hanacha Bilti Moga, the way the Rebbe said the Inyan, is that, Enachanami, 
the question that's, that's being asked from the Gemara of Zvachim is not a question. The Rebbe here is not asking the question, Mitzad din to be Mekadish to Shemen. The Lashon here in the Sikh is, Noisif Oifen Inyan, as a Klishores Zolzai Mali. In addition to the Inyan, that a Klishores should be Mali. What is the Rebbe saying here? The Pashtas, you learn the Gemara in Zvachim, that only if the Klishores is Mali, then it's Mekadish what's inside of it. So what is that saying? It's a particular halacha, binigeya, to being mekadish, things to become hektish. How? What's the mechanism? How does something become hektish? The Gemara is saying it has to go inside a klishadis, and another condition is that that klishadis has to be molly. Otherwise, it's not mekadish. But the Rebbe is taking out from that Gemara something else. Be'etzem, in order to be mekadish something, there's only one din. Klishadis is mekadish. I, the Gemara says that the Klishores should be Malay, and only then it's Mekadish. It's not the Pshat that, that that's another tonight, it's a special din. In order to be Mekadish, something in a Klishores, there's a Tanai of Malay. The title of this din of Malay is in order for, it to be, for the Klishores to be used properly, it's, the, it's Roy that a Klishores should be Malay. That, that's, the Klishores is made by Ethan Kazet to the right size and the right amount that it should be used fully. So it's considered to be in the Klishadis properly if it's Mali. And therefore that's when it's Makadish what's inside the Klishadis. So it comes out, if that's how you define it, that this halacha, that only if the Klishadis is Mali, is it Makadish what's inside of it, teaches you another Indian. That there's an Indian that the Klishadis should be Mali. The fact that it's only Mekadesh what's inside, when it's Malay, is not a din miyuchot benigeh psatnai when it comes to be Mekadesh things. That shows you how Klishadis in the Besamikdash is supposed to be used. And therefore, as the Lashon here in the Sikhi is, Naisif of an Indian as a Klishadis on Zayn Malay. The Rabbi here is not focusing on the halacha to be Mekadesh to Shemen. As it's written in the letter, the Shemen is already Kadesh from before. But here the Rebbe is focusing on the halacha of the klishadis itself. What's the be- how is a klishadis supposed to be used? There's an Indian of a klishadis being molly. Vifashtandik fun dem din as klishadis a mekadshin elamalein. The very fact that there's a din that in order to be mekadish something in a klishadis it has to be malayin. So that shows you what's what's taka the reason for it. Be'etzem klishadis is mekadish. The reason why it has to be Malayan is because that's how the Klishadis is used properly. And only when the Klishadis is used properly is it Makadish. So from this we understand. The Rebbe is not asking that L'chayr the Shemad didn't become Kaddish. The Rebbe is asking when get to the Eifin of how the Klishadis here is being used, that it's understood, it's Fashtandik from that din, that the Klishadis is not being used in its perfect way. That's the Pshad over here. So it's not a stira to what the Rebbe says in the, in the, in the letter here, the Ta'as Subiyadi, to prove against the Vesayasa from this Gemara. Okay, now, uh, to, there's just, just another question here. I'm not going to get into to explaining this and not answering this, but there's a shtickle pele here, because here the Rebbe quotes the Lashon of Rashi, and Rashi says, what's pshat klishadis malayin? Malayin means shir shalim hatzarech ledava. I has to have the shir shalim. Uh, the letter, the Rebbe brings a raya, you can't say that the menorah was makadish to shemen, by the menorah being filled with the oil molly, because the oil was not molly from the, the again, the menorah was not uh, molly from the oil. It was only a chatzilug, and the natives of the menorah were larger than that. And therefore, the Rebbe says, you must say that there was a chatzilug that was literally molly, that was makadashit before it was poured into the menorah. 
But when Rashi there in the Gemara explains what it means, Rashi says that it doesn't mean Malayan physically, but it means Malayan Shir Shalem Hatzarach Ledavar. The Klisharis is being used with its proper Shir of what's needed for this. And Lechayda, the, the, the Havana of why Rashi is saying this is, again, Bekesha to the point that I said before, this, this idea of Malayan, that only Malayan is Mekadish, what's inside of it, is not a, a, a new Tnai, a new Prat, a new Din, that it has to be Malay. Then maybe you could say that there's this new Din, that the Klisharis has to be completely Malay, that the Kayach of the Klisharis to be Mekadish should take effect. But that's not what it is. The, a Klisharis is Mekadish. Elamai, the Klisharis has to be used fully, has to be used properly. Then you have the Kayach of the Klisharis, that it has Be'etzem. So as long as the Klisharis is being used, Kedinoi, the Shear that, that, that it's supposed to have, Kedinoi, which is like Lashi says, Shear Shalem Atzarech Ledavar, so then the Klisharis is being used fully, properly, so therefore it's Mekadish. So it's a Pele. How could the Rebbe say, Al Korchach Tzarech Leimakein, in the letter, Al Korchach Tzarech Leimakein, that the, the Shaman was Mekudosh already from before, because the Menoira is not Malayan. It's not physically Malayan, but it's Malayan with the Shear Shalem Atzarech Ledavar. Okay, this was written about already. I found him how to answer this, but I just want to point out here that uh, it's, it's, it's a tzarechim. Okay, now as I pointed out, the Rabbi here goes and brings a le'idach gise, and this le'idach gise is l'chayra only b'kesha to the first din from the Gemara in Menachis, ten lamidosa shetei delekes meravat boiker, that mitzad that din, you could say that it's saying not only shouldn't you put less oil, but you shouldn't even put more than it needs, okay, which in itself is a, is a chiddush, because the pastures, you could say, ten lamidasa, the, the minimum, not uh, that you're not allowed to put more. But then in order 27, the Rebbe says that not necessarily is this a question, not mitzad the svara that I just said, but for a different reason. Avodei pirish rashi anal ba'ara 23, what does rashi say? The middezu hukva lehem. This was the middah that was established. Which means that there were, that this midah, there were keveya that um, this is the midah, even if it's bederech nes, it happens that the menayde this same amount of oil of a chatzilug is going to burn extra as it is over here. This amount of chatzilug could not burn for eight nights, but it doesn't change the actual midah. Even if you're going to come and ask that in the winter nights and the summer nights, it's not the same. But nevertheless, they chose this average amount, and they were kiveya. This is the shear for all the nights of the year, summer and winter. That's what Rashi says there. So just like Rashi says it regarding summer and winter, you could also say regarding a matzah here when there was a nest. But nevertheless, the middah of chatzilug remains. So therefore, the shayla the Rebbe is asking the prim of the sikhe that the shear of me'erevat baiker changes according to the possibility of this oil to burn, and therefore over here you should only need an eighth of the chatzilug, because now that's what you need for me'erevat baiker. So for most nights of Hanukkah that was extra, is not a shayla, that's not, that's not the way to look at it. You, you always need be'etzam a chatzilug v'zehu. So then only the first shayla that I've asked before is a shayla, that from the second day going forward there was no chatzilug. Okay. Now let's learn out of 25. The way that Rebbe asks the question here in the Sikha is meduyik and it's unique and it's not the way the Taisa Sarosh and the Prichadash ask the question. And the Rebbe is asking the question Dafke in the Seifen because the answer that the Taisa Sarosh and the Prichadash give for the way they ask the question 
He's not going to answer the way the Rebbe asks the question. And this is all leading up to Siv Dalet, where the Rebbe wants to be Mechadish, that because of these questions, there has to be a third Eifin in how the Ness happened. So let's learn out of 25. The question that the Taisa and the Prichadish ask is, Cain, that he asked ask the question that the Rebbe is asking, but they ask this Rak, Aladlokkas Leil Aleph. It's only a question regarding the first night that uh, they lit the Menorah. Right? So, so according to the Svara that, that it was divided into eight Chalokim, so why did they take only an eighth? and pour it into the Menorah, they have enough, uh, enough Shemen. At this point, on the first night, they have enough Shemen, look to pour into the Menorah, that, so you have the right Midah. And they went, and they poured in only an eighth. So it's not, it's not the right shear that they're pouring into the Menorah. That was their question on the first night. Now for the question regarding the first night, so they answer, and they sort of tweak the answer of the Beis just a little bit. And this is what the Rebbe mentioned before in Siv Beis. That the emesis, the first night, when they had the right middah, they take a port in the full middah into the menayda. Like the, like the halacha requires, ten la midasa. Elamai, in the other nights, so you can't ask a question that they weren't makai in the ten la midasa. They didn't have. The Pasha didn't have. The question was, only when they get it to the first night. How could they go ahead and divide the oil the first night if they have right now the right amount of oil and it says ten la midasa? Okay, so that, that's... Uh, Benigate to the way they asked the question. But how is the Rebbe asking the question in the Sikh? The question in the Sikh is different, it's stronger. So true, in the second night and going forward, they didn't have the Shir anymore. According to this Eifin of explaining the Nes, it comes out a big Chesaron in the miracle. The miracle happened in such a oifin that the menorah lit and burnt all night, but they could not fulfill the mitzvah of ten lamidasa. The other nights they didn't, they didn't have, only had less than the chatzilug. That's the question over here. That bepoil they weren't mekayim the ten lamidasa on the other nights. And the gam lefim hashikosav b'taisus harasham. Also, according to the pshat, that the taisus harasham says. That this halacha is only when it's possible. Right? So if so, this is not, this is not a question at all. But there, there, there is a, a, the fact that the native should be malayin. At least it's a hidr. Right? In other words, the Rosh is saying that this whole halacha of ten lamidasa is not makif. It's only echidavsher. So if it's, uh, it's going to burn the whole night anyways over here, I mean, two things. First of all, I mean, what the Taisa Zerash is saying is that the whole halacha of ten lamidasa it does, it, it does not apply when you don't have. But besides that, it, it, over here, it's, it's bepiled as a nest and it's going to burn the entire night. Okay? So therefore the Rebbe says that this whole thing is only a hidr. So we could say that, okay, so for the other nights, he didn't have the hidr. So it's not considered to be such a chesarim. But not, the Rebbe puts it differently. There is a hidr in this, and therefore this hidr should be fulfilled. In other words, the nest should happen by even kazeh, that it should, they should be able to fulfill the mitzvah by hidr. The Rebbe explains why, you may ask, well, why does the nest have to happen by even kazeh, that it should be with the hidr? So the explanation is known. 
So Bichlal, the whole nest that they lit with Shem and Toir is, is, is Bichlal something which Al-Pidin was not necessary. If you want to say that the nest only happened that they should do the basic miracle and if it's not Ma'akiv then it does not, the nest doesn't have to happen or that the Hidur if, the, if it didn't happen that it should be done by Hidur so then Bichlal, the whole nest doesn't have to happen. The famous question that the Pnei Yeshua asks that Tumah Hutra B'Tzibur so then why Bichlal did this whole miracle happen that the Shem and uh, that they were able to light with Shem and Tor. Elamai, the whole nest was, as the Rebbe continues, Kirotza, Shem Laharis, Chibosan, Shal Yisrael, Shiyuchul, Lekaima, Mitzvahidur. The whole point of the nest was to be Mekayna Mitzvahidur. Which means, the Rebbe here is not Stam asking that the Chesaron here is that they couldn't fulfill the Ten Lomidosa going forward from the second night. So therefore, no, there's a Shlikl Chesaron here in the, in the nest that it was missing the Hidur. The Hidur was actually the whole Indian of the nest. And if so, it comes out that if the Indian of the Ness is hither, and in the second night, from the second night going forward, the mitzvah was not done by hither. So, so that is, it's a, that, that's a very a stronger question over here. And then in the Shuli Agilian, Rebbe adds even more so, Alpima Shachaka Yosef, the Rosh Yosef, which is a prima godim. So there, in the, on Shabbos, in the Sugi of Hanukkah, and of Chafal from the Beis, so he has the following Shaila. Not like what it says in the Taisa Sarosh. He says it's, it's actually possible that this halacha of ten lamidosa is ma'akiv b'diyevet. And in a case where you don't have the mid of Shem and Zayis, so b'mikr shein Shem and Kosher, maspik l'menoira l'chol ha'neiris, ha'im yesh la'arav b'y Shem and Posel chulo. Ayin Shem. So he has a shayla, so maybe in such a case you have to mix in Shem and Posel. And that's what he didn't have to do here. So it comes out... That it's it's makim loyma benidin didan shemuchuyavim lahaisiv mishemen tamei shehutra betzibur kidei lekayim ten lamidasa. They would, according to this oifin, the way the beseisiv explains the nes, they would have to they would they would have to add shemen tamei. So so then it comes out that you don't need any miracle bchalal because they had to add shemen tamei anyway. So this is so this is a huge question here on the beseisiv. So they, they had to add shemen tamei. I mean, besides the fact. That if they, if they have to add Shem and Tomei, so the whole point of the miracle is that they should be Mekayim, the Mitzvah B'Shem and Tohoi, and not with Shem and Tomei. Even though Shem and Tomei is Mutter, but nevertheless, David wants to hit their Mitzvah. So the, the, but the miracle happens by Ethan Kazer that it forces them to use Shem and Tomei anyways. So what's the miracle accomplishing? Besides the fact, again, if you're using Shem and Tomei, you don't need any miracle, Bechlal. So therefore, Bekitzer, you see here in Order 25, that the Shaila that the Rebbe is asking, Bahisafa to the Shaila of the Taisasarosh and the Prichadosh is not Stama Shaila, but it's a very strong question. Because the whole union of the nest was a Hidur. And it comes out of here that they couldn't fulfill this Hidur, or even more so, according to the Rosh Yasef, that this is Ma'akiv, so then they had to add Shem and Tommy. That's the Shaila here. Okay, let's continue. Sif Dalit, the Rebbe is Machadish, a new Eifin and how the nest happened. The Madrita Eifin in Nes Chanukah. By Velachez and Nidad Kushi Samuris. There's a third Eifin not to learn this, and we won't have the above mentioned questions. And what's like them Eifin that Eich Drecht Veren as a Nes Chanuk is given a Chiddush being that Lakas Neiritz was Loi Matzino Dugmasa, which is one of the things that I began with the Sicha that Nes Chanuk is a Nes that we never find anything similar to it. The Gebracht Frias if based from Beis Yosef, so it was quoted before that the Beis Yosef in the third answer says, "Is the Nes Chanukah loit ein svara b'shtanan in them? Vos nasnu kol Hashem and b'neidos u'ba boiker matzu haneidos meleim shemen." 
that they did pour everything into the Neidais, but in the morning it was Malayim Shemen. So how did the Rebbe explain this uh, Teretz of the Yosef in Siv uh, Beis? That this is another Oifin that the Ness happened in the Kamas Hashemen. The first Teretz, the Yosef is saying the Ness is in the Kamas Hashemen, and the third Teretz. Either the Ness in the Kamas was that in the Pach it refilled, or the Ness in the Kamas was in the actual Menaida that it refilled. But here, the Rebbe is Mechadish, that no, the third Teretz of the Yosef is really a third Oifin. Okay, so before I go weiter, as I mentioned before, the fact that the Yosef is Mechalik, the third Teretz from the first Teretz, he doesn't bring a Behemshach to the first Teretz, so it's mashma that he's not just bringing you another oifin of how the Ness of the Kamas Hashem happened. If the gather of the Ness is exactly the same, so this Inami, the third answer, should go Behemshach to the first answer, not to the third answer. So there's a very strong mashma here that the third answer of the Yosef is, is a completely new oifin, a new gather in how the Ness happened which also answers the other problems that there are with the previous two answers. And that's why the Bessiesi brings the first two answers, and there's certain Shverekaiten in the first two answers, and he brings you a third answer, which is glat. So Vishloima, as the Pirish in them is, the Pshat here, what the Bessiesi is saying is, Nit, as the Shemen at Oizgebrent, and the Noch, Homzich Dineris, Vidir Angefilt mit Shemen Bederech Nes. Like the Rebbe explained it in Siv Beis. No, rather what the Bessiesi is saying is, as the Shemen at Gebrent, the oil burnt. But at the same time, while it was burning, there was nothing that was missing from the oil. As Chazal say in general, regarding that the fire, there's a difference between the nature of fire here in this world and the nature of fire that, that's a ruchni is a fire or, or fire that comes from Maila. It, it burns, but it doesn't consume. So over here as well, the oil burnt, but when, when he says that they found the natives, Malayim, Shemin, in the morning, why were they Malayim, Shemin, in the morning? Because there was never a chesaran of the original oil that was placed in. Not that there was a chesaran and the kamas got refilled, but it burns by Ethan Kazeh that it does not get consumed. Okay, but now, what exactly does that mean? So when you see this, you could say, what that means is, that basically the, oil, the, the fire is burning by from Kazeh, that it's not burning from the Shemen. It's burning on top of the Shemen, it's burning on the wick that's in the Shemen, but it's not really burning from the Shemen. I mean, because the, the fi- fire mulmata needs fuel to burn. Fire mulmata doesn't need fuel to burn. It could burn without getting fueled. That's what the would look like happened over here. Here the Rebbe will clarify that that can't be the pshat here, but but that when the Bishayisuf is saying that babayke motzaneres malayim shemen, so it burnt without there being any chesaron, without the oil getting consumed. It, it doesn't just mean that the oil was not used as fuel at all, and it just the oil just burnt. So now going back to how you fulfill the mitzvah of lighting the menorah, the Torah says you have to light a fire on the menorah from Shemen Zayis. So before the Rebbe brought it, there's a Svarah to say that it doesn't have to be actual Shemen Zayis, it could be Shemen Es, has the same Tchunus as Shemen Zayis, is a on as there, is a move on as there, Eish, V'oira Menorah, but either way, 
that's, it, this is clear that the oil itself has to serve as fuel for the fire. It can't just be that there's a fire that's burning in a wick on top of this oil, and the oil, it's not getting any fuel from the oil, and there's no chesar at all. You can't say that. So the Rebbe is clarifying here that when he says before that the fire is, it wasn't nechsar klum, it doesn't mean that the oil did not serve as a fuel. It did. The Lashon of the Pasuk is shemen la moir, which means that the shemen itself is what's creating this fire. It's... it's, it's and the Rebbe is emphasizing also the word Lamo'ir. Not, I'm not sure. It may be Lamo'ir. I don't know if it's opposed as to the Deek of Lahoir, Lamo'ir. The Mo'ir itself is, 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 a, is a fire, which is a Shemendig of fire. If not, it's not, so it's not only that it gets fuel from the Shemen, but the, the, the fire itself is called Lamo'ir, that the Shemen be, turns into Mo'ir when the fuel of the Shemen goes into the wick. And then into the fire, so then it's the shaman itself that's becoming a moir. So that ha- has to be consumed to become a shaman lamoir. Okay, so if so comes out, the Rebbe says, Kumtois, as in the mess, is given, adova vifuchai. So over here, what happened in this nest was two opposite things at the same time. An eish tivi, v'oira neiris, was kumt from shaman v'chayetze You have to have the nature that there is by a natural fire where the oil serves as a fuel for the fire and it comes from the oil. It's not just the fire that's on top of the oil. So therefore the oil has to be consumed and has to be served fuel over here for the fire. But on the other hand, that garnet fell from the shaman. The miracle was that nothing was missing from the oil while the oil was being consumed into the fire and it must be to fulfill the mitzvah. But at the same time, the pile... There was nothing missing from the oil. So the, the oil remained as is, and, and all you had here was, was a fire burning. So you have two opposites that are happening at the same time. The oil is being consumed, but there's nothing missing from the oil. And the Rebbe goes on to say that this is similar to the nest of Mokam Aron Enem and and there's a big arichas about that comparison later in the Sikha. Okay, that's the Vart here. So according to this Eifin, you don't have any other questions that the Rebbe asked before, because it's the same exact Shem and Zayis, which was burning al Piteva with the nature of Shem and Zayis. As Rebbe here says, it's a Eish uh, that has the Kiloyan of the Shemen, but at the same time, it, uh, and, and again, the Menorah was also filled fully. They filled up the Menorah with the entire oil, so they were Mekayim B'Ten Lomidosa. But at the same time, though, there was no Chesaran. Okay, but the mitzvah was done 100% behidr with all the halachas necessary. They were mekayim the ten lomidasa, 100% behidr. It's 100% shem and zayis behidr. So dafke, according to this ayfin, we understand that the nes, Hanukkah, was behidr achigadl. Behidr achigadl. Now, besides the fact, which the Rebbe will focus on later in the sikhe, the chelik and the chesidus that comes out from this nes, that this is a completely different type of nes, which is on a whole different level. But Pashar al-Pinigle, there's Hechreichemir, that since we're talking about the Denaris and Menoir and the Beis Amikdash, right? Unlike the Denaris of Sarah Verifke or the Nes of Shemen, of Osuch Shemen by Elisha over there, since it's not Denaris and the Beis Amikdash, you don't have all these halachas, so you don't have all these Akbalas of how a mitzvah has to be fulfilled. So there you could say the Nes was with the Kamas or the Eichos. We'll see soon the Rebbe in the Hara will say how the Nes happened by Sarah and Rifke. But over here, because Denaris and Mikdash has to be Shemen Zayis and has to be Tanlomidasa, so this is Machriachas to say that the nest was Baif and Kazeh of Kiloyan and not Kiloyan Bevasachas. 
Okay, now let's learn the Ha'aris. Ha'ara 28, the Rebbe brings over here this, um, this Indian that it says here, that the shaman burnt, but at the same time there was no chesaron. Regan Breshis Rabba, the Breshis Rabba also says regarding Shabbos, Parshi Dalaf Beis, when it says, So there's many pshatim there in the Medrash. What's the bracha and what's the kedusha? So one pshat there is, And one of them, I think it's Rabbi Yezer, he says that He lit Shabbos candles Friday night. And it burnt and there was v'loy chasaklum. So over here, what's the pshat of v'loy chasaklum? The pshat is like we're speaking about over here. Shalamayla uh, burns and it doesn't consume. It's the shemen that it burns is loychasaklum. But the Rebbe adds that that story is not necessarily this Indian over here of loychasaklum. There you could explain at least b'deichik haloshim v'loychasaklum shenismala ner b'shemen acher. Lechasaklum means that it was refilled with other oil. So bepoil it's lechasaklum, not that it was never lechasaklum. And for this, the Rebbe's Mitzayin, Ureba Midbarabbas, Sayyid Pasha Tezvav, and there you see that lechasaklum means that it was refilled. Because over there in that Madrash, it speaks about Moshe Rabbeinu. When Moshe Rabbeinu said he can't give Yidin Basar, he can't take care of the Yidin, the Abisha says that as for the Shiva Zakanim and the Shivim Zakanim, that uh, he'll give the Basar through the Shivim Zakanim. The Madrash says a Moshal, of a king that appointed someone to take care of an orchard. I think it's an orchard. And then the person comes and says, I can't be a shamer over this. You have to give me other people to help me to hire. And, to, and the king says, I appointed you to be a shamer over this and you could do it all by yourself. Now that you want other people to come and help you, so then you're not going to get the full pay. They're going to share this char with you and you're going to lose from your position. So the same thing, the Ebeshet tells Moshe Rabbeinu, that Moshe Rabbeinu will lose from his oil because he has to share it now with the Zakanim that are going to take care of the Yidin. But then the Medrash finishes off, even though there was a chesar in Moshe Rabbeinu, but nevertheless, in the end of the 40 years when he came to appoint Yeshua to be the leader of Yidin, we see that he gave over to Yeshua everything. There was nothing missing by Moshe Rabbeinu. So there in the Madrish, when it says, it means, there was a chesaron, like in the, what it says there in the Moshal. But then, after the fact, Abishur gave him back whatever was missing. So therefore, you see the Lashon of Lechasaklum means that it was Nismala. Okay, Re'el Kaman, Ha'ara 30, is another point that we'll see in Ha'ara 30, when you get to the Pshat of the nature of this Nes, that happened, that it's not the same like what happened over here by, ne, by the Neres HaMikdosh. So what does the Rebbe say in Ara 30? So in the Pnim, the Rebbe pointed out that over here, by the Nedes Amikdash, it's not only the fact that it's a Eishel And therefore, it's Serefes Veinoi Cheles. That Indian of Serefes Veinoi Cheles, that could just mean that the fire burns and it doesn't need any fuel. It, it burns even though it looks like it's burning in a certain place, like in the, the, the Beis Amikdash. It's burning on top of the oil, when the wick on top of the oil, but it's really not getting anything from the oil. Or in any other situation, it's, it's, it's not really burning from... Here, let's first see Ara 29. The Rebbe says, Shmei Sarabe, the famous Medrash that says, That the fire is burning in the Sne, and that the Sne is not getting consumed. Meaning that the, the thorns and the whatever, the bush of the, the Sne is not giving any fuel to the fire. So, but that's not the case, though, in the Neiris Amikdosh. In the Neiris Amikdosh... 
to fulfill the mitzvah, the shemen does have to become shemen lamoid. The fire has to come befedish from the shemen. So here in order 30, the Rebbe says that this is taka chiddush only by the natives of the Beis HaMikdash. Masha'enkein, Aleph. Regarding the snare, it wasn't so. Shemafurish, Vayeda Malach Hashem, Elov, Belabas Eish, Mitoich Ha And the Belabas Eish was Mitoich Ha What does that mean? The word Mitoich Ha means Mokoim Ha Eish. The Pasuk is telling you where the Labas Eish was. There was a Labas Eish. Now that Labas Eish was Mitoich so that's the makim of the fire, but veloisi basai. It doesn't mean that the actual snet itself is the cause of the fire, that it's the fuel of the fire. Adarabah, the Pasuk says, It's inside, mitoich, this snet. But the fire and the snet have nothing to do with each other, it's just the location of the fire, but it's not serving as fuel for the fire. So that's the nature of Eishel Amayla, which is Serefes Veinay Cheles, in that case. And also, Beis, Ha, Debreshes Rabah Hanal, in Breshis Rabbah, even if we're going to say the Pshat is, like the Rebbe said, that Loi Chosoklum means that a taka was never Chosoklum, not that it got refilled, but it was taka Loi Chosoklum, but what's the Pshat in Loi Chosoklum? Loi Chosoklum means that it's a Chachilah burning like a Eishalamayla, there's no Eishtivi over here, it's not burning like a fire below that has to have fuel to burn. It just burned without fuel. Ruchni is like a fire that doesn't need any fuel. Okay, that's the Pshat over there. Again, this is all in contrast to what the Rebbe is saying in the Pnim of the Sikhe, that when it comes to the Neidus HaMikdash, on one hand, there has to be a, a Nikhla, a Kuloyen, because it has to be Shem and Lamoir, but at the same time, here, the miracle was that there's Leichosa, there was not, nothing missing. So that's still, again, a unique Chiddush by Neidus HaMikdash, even more than the Sneh. So it's not Stama Eishelamailo, but this is TV and Eishelamailo all at the same time. Now here, the Rebbe adds, not a 30, Chazal there, when they say that the Neid is burnt Mishabbos L'Shabbos, they don't use the Lashen that Loi Chosoklum. So, over there, the oil went down gradually. That's uh, like, like the oil that we brought before in Siv Beis, and the Rebbe over there also brings it to Neid is Sada Verifka. We didn't really learn it now, but the Rebbe there says that the Pashtus over there, the Nes, was that the echos of the oil was stronger and it, and it burnt gradually. That's how the nest happened over there. Okay, in order 32, the Rebbe brings what it says here in the Pneu of the Sikha, Eish Tivi V'Oyer HaNeris was Kumpf from Shemen. So the Rebbe here is being Mechadish, that although a nest has taken place and this is a sort of an Eish Shalomayla, it's not an Eish that's, that's, all, that, that's at all limited to an Eish Tivi, but nevertheless... The Nes has to have that at the same time that it's an Eish Alamayla, it's also having the effects of an Eish Tivi, that there has to be a Kaloyan of the Shemen, otherwise the mitzvah is not fulfilled. So in order 32, the Rebbe brings a mocker for this, that even an Eish Alamayla is Mechala, does consume. V'chein oye b'mishkun ha-mikdosh. Ah, so it's an Eish Alamayla. But v'toychal goyme. But the effect of this fire was v'toychal, that it did, did consume. So you see, a similar thing that it's possible that an Eishel should have a, a nature of Kiloyan. Okay, now, obviously over there, there was, there was a real Kiloyan. It's possible that an Eishel has a Kiloyan. Okay, but over here, the, the main Chiddush in the Sikha was, there was a Kiloyan, but there was no Chesar. That's the Chiddush over here. But the point is that even if usually, Chazal tell us that Eishel HaMailah, Seref is it's possible that Eishel should be Mechala. And that's what happened over here.
And order 33, the Rebbe adds that the fact that when you get to fulfilling the mitzvah of Nedes and Mikdash, it has to be Mechale, because of what it says in the Postic, Shem and Lamoir. So you also have that Beruchnius and an Avedis Hashem, in Yoni Bavedir, Eit Tayrer, Mikait, Slamad Gimel Gimel, Bacham Makaimis, where it's explained exactly what's the Indian of being Machala, the Gashmius of the Shem in itself. That effect of the fire is, is an Indian Nikri in the fulfillment of the mitzvah and also an Aveda. And out of 34, the Rebbe adds, Va'afal Pikain, even though he said that there was no Chisarin through this Kiloyain, but Hoyugam Hatitzois to Kiloyan Hashem and Shabavedir, Eyar Akidemis. Whatever Tetzahs there are through Kiloyen, which is also applied to Aveda, the Alter Rebbe describes there what the Tetzahs of Kiloyen are and what it means in Aveda. So that was that happened here as well. Because in order to fulfill the mitzvah, you have to have all of this. Okay. But at the, at the same time though, there was no Chesaren. There was no Chesaren. Okay, so now here in the Hemshech of the Ha'orah, V'yash Levayer, the Rebbe is going to bavar on Lechayre, another Indian. I don't think the V'yash Levayer is a Hemshech Mamash at the beginning of the Ha'ara. But V'yash Levayer is coming to explain that Sof Sof, what it comes out of here is that true, there was a Kiloyan of the Shemen. But if there was no Chesaren of the Shemen, so then maybe you could argue and say that the mitzvah of Neres and Mikdash was still not fulfilled properly. Maybe. What, what's the gather of the mitzvah of Neres and Mikdash? Is the mitzvah that there should be air to light air in the, in the base of Mikdash? Or maybe a chalik of the mitzvah gufa is that there should be that chesaren in the shaman, to be mechala the shaman in such an oifin that the kiloyin should bring an actual chesaren. So here the Rebbe says that it's posh that it's not so. So the Alter Rebbe says over there in this Kuntrasach regarding the Malacha of Havara on Shabbos that the gather of the Malacha of Havara on Shabbos is not that it's Mechala the Eitzim, the fact that it destroys, it consumes whatever the fire consumes, but the Ribuy Ha'esh, the Hitzah Ha'esh, the fact that you're creating a fire. That's what the gather of the Malach is. And therefore, even by Ifen Kazeh, that you have a creation of a fire without Kiloyan, like for example by Barzel, it's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the same Malach, it's the Malach of Shabbos. That's what Alter Rebbe says. So if so says the Rebbe, very strong lush in there, definitely, and it's obvious, the Pasuk says, Shemen Lamoy. So that means, whether there is an actual chesaren of the, of the oil, that doesn't matter. The, the gather of the mitzvah does not at all entail that, that the oil that's there should, should bepoil be nichla, there should bepoil be a chesaren that it disappears. That's not what it's about. If b'negeya to melechah Shabbos, where it doesn't use in the teira, a lashon of lamoy, nevertheless, the Alter Rebbe says, poshet mitzah, the gather of avare, the ikir in the avare is the fire that's created, not the fuel that it consumes. The Alter Rebbe says that there is a Dover Apostle without the Tater writing the Fetish Lamoy. How much more so over here when the Tater specifies Lamoy that the fact that Lamoy usually requires that there should be an actual Chesaran in the Shemen is not Bechlal the Gather of the Mitzvah. The Gather of the Mitzvah is just Lamoy. So therefore, even though there was no Chesaran Bepoyal, the Mitzvah is fulfilled 100%. And then there's the Ma'ara Makkum over here in the Shuli Agilian regarding the Malachav Avara, Reish, Ashaz, Shuvas, Avni, Nezer, Erechaim, Simer, Eshlam, Etches, Atayrav, Mitzvah, Slaragachav, Merechas, Avara, Ve'oid, which is where there's a big Arichis about this, uh, the gather of Malachas Avara, and you have also in Lukut Asichis, Chelek, Lamed, Vav, 
Vayakel, the Sikha, which was actually the last Likud that the Rebbe was Magia Leisata. So over there, there's an Arichas about the Melacha of Havara. Okay, but from here, the Rebbe is bringing the Havana, the Pashtus, how we understand the Mitzvah of Neres HaMikdosh. And just to finish off with one more Nekudah, which is Yudua, a question that was asked over here on the Sikha, when you get to how the Rebbe learns the Ness of Ner that it was Kiloyen and Nit Kiloyen, Bevasachas. So the question on this is, that if so, it should come out that on the last day of Hanukkah, there was no Ness, because it was only necessary for this miracle to be in all the days before when they didn't have enough. But then now, now you have this ne, this Shemen that is, that's here on the eighth day. So now on the eighth day, it could, it could burn naturally. So there was no Ness on the eighth day. At least there's no necessity for a miracle on the eighth day. Okay, now the embassy is that this Shaila is not a Shaila that's on the Sikha. It's nothing to do with the Sikha. This is a Shaila on the Beis Yosef. However you're going to learn the Beis Yosef, this is a Shaila on the Beis Yosef himself. And the Rebbe's Chiddush in the Pshara, the third answer of the Beis Yosef, is not Moisif. It, 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 that's not the Sibba for the Shaila. This is Bechlala Shaila that the Prichodosh asks Beferish on the Beis Yosef. Right? So the, the Prichodosh over here says that if you say that the Ness was, he goes back actually to the fir- even to the first Teufen, that Nishar HaPach Moliki Betchila, so then he said, the Prichadosh writes in this, Gamze Einoi, the Holeke Shum Nes Balayla HaChreina. So there's no reason for a miracle the last night. Why should it be Moliki Betchila on the last night? And then the same thing, when you get to the Teretz, this third answer over here, so the, the, the Prichadosh says, again, I'll read you the Lashon of the Prichadosh, Oye Teretz Bebis Yosef, Shebeleil Aleph, Nosen Kol Hashem Ebeneres, Vedolko Kol Alayla, Ubabayke, Motsu Haneres Meleim Shem. In the morning it was full. So, whether you're going to learn the Pshat and the Bis Yosef, like the Rebbe learned it by Pashtus in the beginning, in Sif Beis, that it's a Hisaf and the Kamas Hashemen, or whether you learn like the Rebbe's Chiddush over here, that it's a Kiloyim and not Kiloyim, it's not, that you have the same Shail of the Prichodesh. And, and whatever the answer to that is, it is. The Rebbe's not getting into that. And in the Kud over here, when you look at the Sikha, you see that the Rebbe is befedish, not quoting Bechlal, the Shaila of the Bessie Yosef, that why is not Hanukkah eight days and not seven days? And the Shailas that the Rebbe asks on both questions on the Bessie Yosef, the Rebbe is focusing on the Halachis of Mitzvahs, Hadlachis Neiris Amikdosh, that Mitzad, the Gdorim of the Halachis of Mitzvahs Neiris Amikdosh, there's chesreinus in both the fanim of the nes that the hadloke is not going to be done properly or not at least done behider b'shleimus. That's what the Rebbe is focusing on. But b'negayet to the shaila of how there was a nes on seven days and eight days, that's not the varte. The Rebbe is not getting into that. There's all kinds of terutzim for that. Here the Rebbe is trying to point out that poshet mitzada hagbalis of the halachas of neidus amigdosh. It's mukhrich to say that the nest happened by Yifum that it's Kiloyin and not Kiloyin Bevasachas. Then you have the, the, the Kiyama Mitzvah B'Shleimus Behidr, which the whole, what, what the whole point of the nest was about, that it should be done Behidr. That's uh, the Taich of Dinan over here. Now, if you want to try to answer this question, so what Taka was the nest on the eighth day? So the Pashtus, you could say that the nest was the very fact that they had the Mitzvah of the oil. Meaning on the first night, or all the older nights, there was the Ness that actually happened. The, and according to the way the Rebbe is marked the Ness, the Ness is Kiloyim and not Kiloyim, Bevasachas. But on the eighth night, 
Since there's no reason to say that on the eighth night it also burnt in this siphon of Kilayan and not Kilayan Bevasachas. On the eighth night, the oil just burnt naturally. Elamai, the very fact that you have the Metzius of the oil here on this eighth day, so the Ness is Nikir over here as well. Right, you see in the Lashon of the Besyasif when he gives the answer to this question, why do you need the Ness on all eight days? So on the second answer, the Besyasif uses the Lashon when he says, Nishra Pach Maliki Betchila. He says, Nikir Hanes Meaning, when the Pach became full, Belayla Rishayna, they didn't need that oil that got refilled for the first night. They needed it for the second night. But it happened the first night, so it was Nikir, the Ness was Nikir the first night. Well, that I'll say, you could say over here that Enachanami on the last night, it burned by Fintivi, but nevertheless, it was Nikir that this oil is only here in existence because. This oil is, is, a, is a shemines. It's, it's, it's an oil that really should have been gone before. It's, it's, there was a kolayim, vi kolayim, bevasachas. Maybe to clarify here, perhaps another point in this. When you say that there's the nest of kolayim, vi kolayim, bevasachas, tivi, there should be kolayim. The fact that there was no kolayim, that, that's the nest shebedor. tivi, it is supposed to be nichle. So therefore, when the, when the nest of, of this nimna nimnois, of Kiloyim vi Kiloyim Bevasachas ends. What should happen by the end of the seventh day? The oil should automatically disappear. All of a sudden, now nature should come back and the oil should be gone. The fact that after that nest stopped, because there was no need for the nest anymore, the oil is, is, is still here. So that's, that's that, that, and you could say that that in itself is a new nest. The very fact that you have the mitzis of this oil here is, is in itself is a miracle. So what I'm trying to say is, it's not only that the oil being available here on the eighth day is a tutsah of the net nest that happened in the previous days, of kiloyim v'i kiloyim v'vasachas, but furthermore, in TV, this oil shouldn't exist today, even after the miracle of the seven days. Once that miracle is over, l'chayri, you could say, now it should revert back to nature and there's no oil here. It's nechsa, it's gone. Ninam noise is over. And after became, the oil continued existing on the eighth day. So, so it's mamashanes now. The etzimetzius of the oil that's here on the eighth day is is bimetzius in the world. But darachnes, elamai the deichik over here shtikel is, but soft soft it comes out that on the eighth day the nest was not this unique nest that the Rebbe here is being mechadish and saying that it had to be an oifin of kolayim vi kolayim. On the eighth day the the nest was with the etzimetzius of the oil, which is sort of like the oifin that the Rebbe says that it was just a nest in the kamas hashemen. Because then it sort of comes out that this is like a, ga- a downgrade in the Eifin Anes. On the first seven days, it was a nest of Kiloyim vi Kiloyim Bevasachas. And then on the eighth day, it's a nest in the, only in the Kamas Hashem, that, that the oil exists in Metzius. I don't know, it, 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 to me it sounds like a very big Deichik to say such a thing. I don't know, maybe you have to be Meisif, another, another Kanech over here that's soft, soft, since this oil that exists now, is, is here, B'metzius, as the Tetzah of this nest of Kiloyim vi Kiloyim Bevasachas. So even if the actual nest on the eighth day is only a nest in the Kamasa nest, that it's here, B'metzius, but it's also Nikir, at least Nikir, in this nest, that it's here because of the nest of Kiloyim vi Kiloyim in all the days before. So at least a, 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 a Nikir of that Kiloyim vi Kiloyim from the days before is here. I don't know. Okay, I'll upon him. That's benigay to this Indian. Bekitzer, one more nekude, just to clarify, I think I already made mention of it before, 
according to the Rebbe's Pshat, it comes out that the three Terutzim of the Bisi Yosef are not some three Hechetimtzis of how it's possible that the nest happened in eight days, but it's three different Teifanim. And the Bisi first says at Teretz that the nest wasn't the Eichus HaShemen, and the Nehru was the Mechalik HaShemen. And then the Bisi says that the Pach was Nisha Moliki Betchila, that's the nest in the Kamus HaShemen. And then Inami is the third Eifin, that the nest was an Eifin of Kiloyin V'i Kiloyin B'Vasachas. So the third Teretz does not go together with the with the second teretz, or, or the first teretz, with the, it says inami. It's a completely different oifin. If you look in the Lashon of the Beis Yosef, he says v'yishloima, v'oid yishloima, and then he says inami. And you see here in, in the Lashon of the Siche, towards the beginning of Sivdal, in the second paragraph, the Rebbe says v'gebracht, free from Beis Yosef, that the Rebbe is coming to explain what's the chiddush here in the third teretz of the Beis Yosef. Elamai, according to the Hasber of the Hemshcha Siche, the chayre, the words of the Beis Yosef, are not menakala lakovit. Because he starts off with a nest in the Eichos, and then a nest in the Kamos, and then the nest of Kiloyim v'i Kiloyim v'vasachas. The Rebbe later in Sivov of the Sikh explains that the, the nest in the Eichos HaShemen is on a higher level than the nest in the Kamos HaShemen. But, but it's, not, it's not such a shaila because mitzad, the dinal pinigle, you could say that the Pesyasev holds that the halacha of tenlo midosa is, is, is more inyan that it's negated, that it should be in an oifen, that the nest happened, that they placed the whole shear into the menaira, and therefore, the Yosef starts off with the tarets of Chilku Shemesh So over here, it's an answer, but there's a big doichik that they did not fulfill the Tenla Midasa. The fact that the oil did not have the, uh, the, the, the Tenla Midasa is, is, yeah, it's a big doichik. Then, and then the diak of the Lashon of the Bishayisav is, in other words, they, they, they wanted to be Mekayim, the Tenla Midasa. So that there's a Maila in the second Teretz. So Pashal Pinigla, the Oifin of the Dines happened in the Kamos, has a big Maila. That's why he brings that second, Menakala Kovid. And then the Nes that happened, the Oifin of Kiloyim V'i Kiloyim Bevasachas, which is the Shleimus of the Nes. And so, so the Bishayisav is very, very Gishmak, the three answers according to the way that Rebbe learns this.